Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Michelle. 
uh, want to get the tickle out of my throat. Um, so this week has been a very interesting week. I just want to, before we get into the shows, I want to talk about some of the uh, uh, hot topics that have been happening in the news of role of wrestling this week. Um, NXT story, as we all know, um, the other night uh, at a house show, uh, Austin Aries was injured uh, from a super kick to the face from Nakamura. Uh, they stated possible broken jaw, not really sure. Uh, his eye is um, uh, does not look very good. His foot didn't look very good as well either. Um, I think they were... They stated that they were going to be running some more tests on him and x-rays of his face to uh, fully fi- fully figure out exactly if it was a broken jaw or it sounded like it was a broken orbital bone in his face. Um, very, uh, I watched the video of the match. Um, the referee right away, right away sewed the X up and he knew that it wasn't right, and he called the match, basically. Um, could have been very ugly. Uh, I think another wrong <laughs> wrong move, probably an inch or so more than where he kicked, probably could have been pretty bad on that. Um, I, I'll start with you, Mary. I don't know if you have any intake on this story about Austin Aries this week. Um, I saw his eye. Um, his eye looks terrible. Um, I don't think he's got a broken jaw. It really didn't look like it, because if he had a broken jaw, it would be wired, and it wasn't wired. That's right. just my take on it. Um, it's possible, but I have my doubts. Right. Don. Well, accidents do happen in the ring, and he looked terrible, the pictures that I saw. Um, There's not a whole, you know, other than putting him out for a while to heal correctly is what's probably going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, from what I read also, the doctor said that he could be out anywhere from, you know, two to three months on that, you know. And I, I know that injury very well, and uh, two to three months is not going to cut it. You know, that's a – if it is the orbital bone, that takes quite a bit to uh, to heal and, and get back to into formation. Uh, very, very nasty injury. Um so we do wish him a very, very fast healing in that in, upon that situation, and hope that he can return to the ring soon. Uh, really sad because I know that him and Strong were partners in the Dusty Rhodes Classic Tag Team Champion at NXT. So it looks like that won't be happening. I think Strong's gonna have to find him another partner. Not sure who that will be. Um, I don't have any other stories from this week. Uh. I just wanted to touch up on the Austin Aries one because I <clears throat> had some other people ask, 
you know, to give the update. That's the only update that I know. Uh, like I said, they were going to update the page tomorrow. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with the shows from this week. We'll start with Monday Night Raw, uh, which turned out to be a pretty fairly interesting show. Um, not exactly the best, but it was okay. Uh, started off the night with Chris Jericho in the middle of the ring stating that he has a very serious announcement to make, and basically the end result of that was that his list was missing. Um, he was very upset about that. Uh, Kevin Owens came out to join him in the middle of the ring. Uh, Jericho, of course, thought that uh, he had stolen the list, and Owens stated that he didn't. Um, he also told Owens that there would be no three-way match until... The, the main event would not happen that night if he did not find his list. Um, Stephanie McMahon came out and said no matter what, that she wasn't really worried about finding the list, the match was going to happen. Uh, later on in the night to find out that she said that if he did not compete in that match that night, he would be suspended. Um, Seth Rollins came out um, also to join the fun. Uh, come to find out all along, had the list behind his back. Um, was laughing and messing with him <coughs> and letting him know that he did have the list. And, of course, Jericho saw the list behind his back and was telling him to give it back. Um, then Seth finally just, you know, had enough or whatever and basically told him, if you want the list, you come backstage and you get the list. So this was the opening segment of Raw this um, Mary, I'll start with you your thoughts and opinions on the opening segment of Raw. It was really, um, the opening segment was good. Jericho is just hilarious. He is, he's playing the part as a heel. Probably, this is probably one of his better runs. Um, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with him and uh, Kevin Owens. It ought to be interesting. And Seth Rollins is coming into his own as a babyface. I know he's technically not a babyface yet, but he's 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 playing the part really well. And I know I know I know it wasn't. This past week, I think it was the week before that, uh, Seth Rollins is calling um, Jericho Sparkle Crotch. And I just, every time he says that, I crack up laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all do. (laughs) It's hilarious that he came up with that. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, thank thank you for that, Mary. Dawn? Um, (laughs) I think Seth is playing some head games here. He's trying to put some doubt between the friendship of uh, Kevin and and Jericho. And uh, I think he's doing a pretty good job of it. (laughs) Right. Of course, the opening segment for me was hilarious. Like, hey, everybody, I found the list. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, like I said, yes, I mean, this has definitely been a hysterical uh, segment of uh, Jericho, Owens, and Rollins for the last couple of weeks now. Um, I know a lot of people have been talking about it. It's it's, it's been very funny. Uh, I think it's very good, good build-up to uh, Hell in a Cell for Sunday as well. Um, uh, the next match that we had on the card was Enzo Amore with Big Cass ringside versus Carl Anderson of the club with Luke Gallows ringside. Uh, Enzo, of course, was doing his, you know, normal opening. They cut off the mics. Uh, Enzo decided, you know, he has the mic on his hand. That's a tattoo. He used that, uh, which I thought was pretty brilliant on his part. It was it was great to see him do that. Um, uh boy oh boy let's see um i thought it was a i thought it was a pretty good match um of course you know big cats interfered against luke gallows um which i kind of expected that to happen uh i don't know in my opinion i don't know how many more shots in the head enzo can take after that really bad concussion he had a few months or so back i i worry about him when he gets kicked in the head um but overall, I thought it was a pretty good match, and, you know, due to the, you know, mild, I'm going to put it mild, interference from Big Cass, Enzo defeated Carl Anderson from the club. Don, I will start with you first on your thoughts and opinion on this match. I thought it was priceless when uh, Enzo used his hand tattoo for his mic, and the whole crowd just repeated his little spiel that he does. It was just awesome. I thought, you know, um, the match was good. I'm glad that uh, Enzo won. Even if he had to have the help of Big Cass, still showed him to be a good competitor. Right. True. Mary? Um. Enzo Amore, it never never fails to amaze me. He is one of the one of the top entertainers, and when I say entertainer, I mean he keeps you on the edge of your seat. Yes, it was absolutely priceless, and the fact that he could get his voice up that loud that we could hear it was something else. But he's very very entertaining. Him and Cass make a good tag team. They're probably one of the best tag teams on Raw right now. And I think they're even better than New Day. And I actually think they're over more than what New Day is. True. Uh, I, I do feel that Enzo and him are... The best and top tag team right now going on Raw. I'd like to see them get more airtime. But, I mean, I know that, you know, they have to be fair to the others as well. Uh, But Enzo is amazing on the mic. Uh, I think he always does a phenomenal job every week. Um, Speaking of the New Day, uh, we had the New Day. The New Day. Biggie and Kofi Kingston versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, 
not really sure how I still feel on Seamus and Cesaro. They can't seem to get to, get it together. They can't seem to work together, like each other, on and on and on. Uh, Biggie and Kofi, you know, they've they've always been really good together. Um, very good chemistry in ring. I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, although the ending result is uh, Seamus and Cesaro beat the New Day. Um, I'll start with you, Mary. Your thoughts and opinion on the on this match? Well, it's getting quite interesting, and actually, I have to disagree with you here, Michelle. Um, I think Cesaro and Sheamus, when they're in the ring together, I think they're on the same page, and I think everybody's going to be in for a little surprise. I think they're going to push Cesaro and Sheamus for the tag team belt. And I know they can't do that as long as one of them's a heel. So I'm expecting Seamus to turn babyface here soon. Let's hope so. That'd be great. Don? I agree with Mary. I think uh, Seamus and Cesaro are actually starting to become a team. Um, they did really well in the ring this week together. Outside the ring, not so much, but inside the ring, they seem to come together pretty good. Um, I think they need a, a push, yes. Uh, and I hope that they do turn Seamus' face pretty soon. I'm tired of him being a heel because I think Seamus is an awesome wrestler, and, and I think I like him better as a face. I agree, too. I think Seamus uh, is better over with the crowd as face. I don't. They they have not been very receptive of him as as a heel character, but you know as we know in this business, one day, you know you're you're heel, one day you're face, one day you're kind of in between. So it's like you know they never know what to expect or anything as well. Um, the next match, oh boy, um, <laughs> Dana Brooke versus Bailey, which ended up in an arm wrestling match, which I don't understand that. Uh, basically because it's wrestling and, um, you know, I, I don't see where we should incorporate arm wrestling match. Um, as we all know, Dana defeated her, you know, Bailey's, uh, arm, shoulder, one or the other was taped up from the week before from her. So she really couldn't put her all into it. Uh, I really felt like she didn't want to further injure herself because she was already hurting enough. Obviously, you could tell by the look on her face. Uh, as we all know, like I said, Dana defeated Bailey in this wrestling arm, arm wrestling match. Um, Dawn, I'll start with you. I don't know if you have any thoughts and opinions on this. <laughs> um, I don't really like Dana Brooke. I don't think she's that good of a wrestler. Um. But I think they're trying to build for Hell in a Cell here. Uh, yeah, Bailey had injured her shoulder the week before when Dana threw her, and I think it was into the ring post, that's the least. And that's how she injured it. But she was trying to, uh, from what I could tell, was trying to work on that shoulder during that arm wrestling match to probably try and put her out so there wouldn't be a match at Hell in a Cell. Mhm. Mhm. Oh yeah, definitely. She 
she knew the weak point and she focused on it and she knew exactly what the hell she was doing. You're right. I agree with that too. Uh, Mary? Dana Brooks is not one of my favorite people. Actually, I don't like Dana Brooks. She can't wrestle. In my opinion, they brought her up way too soon from NXT. And the arm wrestling match made absolutely no freaking sense whatsoever. I love Bailey to death. Bailey is a very good wrestler. She's got the crowd behind her. And for her to lose a match to Dana Brooke, no. Did not care for that in the least. Okay, well, let me ask you both this. If they change Dana Brooke's persona, per se, uh, for most people out there that don't know what we mean, maybe some that don't know what we mean, we mean character, you know, whether she gets a heel, I mean, not a heel turn, a face turns, turns, you know, kind of tweener in between, whatever, do you think they would make a difference on the impact of the fans' perspective of her? No. No, she she cannot wrestle. She needs some more time in NXT. She she she's good on the mic. That much she's okay on the mic. Um the thing with Dana Brooke is she was a power lifter and gymnast and this is what they're going by. And I'm sorry, she bungles I don't know how many moves. That's how Bailey got hurt, because she bungled a move. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion. No, 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 and we value everybody's opinion here. Um, I mean, I think, you know, Dana, Dana is a powerhouse, and she could be a powerhouse, but... She's, you know, just like you said, she needs to go back to NXT. I think she needs a little bit more training time. Uh, I think she needs a little bit more lowercase, not lowercase, but what am I thinking of? Uh, A different speed for her training to to get her to the level where she needs to be, to be in the WWE. Because WWE is a totally, totally different world than NXT, in my opinion. So, we'll see. I mean, you know, there has been talks about her on certain things, which we won't bring up until that story is brought up and confirmed by WWE. I mean, that's just the policy I think we need to stick with on the show uh, as well. Um, But, you know, overall, like I said, I I don't know why they incorporated the arm wrestling match into it. It made no sense to me at all. Um, I think they were trying to make Dana look strong. Yes, yes. They're they're trying to make her, you know, like the next China. China 2.0, basically. Yeah. Uh, not, <clears throat> not for several years, at least. No, she's got a long ways to go to get to China's level. Yep, uh, a long, long way to go. Uh, next, next. Uh, match on the card for the night was uh, Curtis Axel versus Bo Dallas. As we all know, Bo Dallas uh, t- 
turned on Curtis Axel last week. They were formerly part of. Um, oh my God! Social outcast. The what? Social outcast. Social outcast. Thank you. I could not think of their daggum name for nothing. Um, eventually, you know, everyone parted ways or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, Bo Dallas turned on Curtis Axel. This was basically. A revenge match, I guess you could say. Uh, Curtis Axel wanted the match with Bo Dallas after what he had pulled on last week. He made a big speech in ring stating that, you know, he thought they were brothers, they were friends, uh, that it, you know, would never come to this level. But Bo Dallas proved him wrong, as we all know. Last few weeks or so, Bo Dallas is a a, a new Bo Dallas. Um, he is the, the heel Bo Dallas. Um which some people seem to like, some people don't. Um, I personally don't care for his character, whether he is face or heel or tweener. Uh, I think he need, he's another one that needs to go back to NXT, in my opinion. Uh, overall, pretty good match of the night. Uh, Bo Dallas did beat him, but I was really pulling for Curtis Axel. Uh, WWE, in my eyes, is not utilizing Curtis Axel's character the way it should uh, I'm hoping that maybe here soon that they will step it up for him and that they, you know, will start doing something better for him because Curtis Axel is talented. He he does have talent. They're just not doing the right thing with his character, I feel. So, overall, like I said, it was an A-OK match. Um, Mary, I'll start with you. Your thoughts and opinions on that match? Who, me? Yes, ma'am. I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh. I'm being honest. I didn't watch the match. <laughs> I decided that time, at that time it was time for me to go scoop cat litters. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. I didn't watch it. So, um, it's you, okay. said Dallas won. you said Bo Dallas won. Hey, yeah. more power to him. Um, I agree with you about Curtis Axel. Yeah, he he is more talented. I think he's more talented than Bo Dallas. <laughs> um, no, the the way they're portraying Bo Dallas is just you're talking about somebody who was an NXT champion. And Bo Dallas, he needs uh, he needs a change. Some he, he needs something done with him. Uh, I know they just changed him, and I don't like this one any better than I did the last one. <laughs> I think he needs to be repackaged. Total repackaged. Yeah. Send him back to NXT, totally repackage him, and bring him back. Right. At Curtis Axel, they need to push more. Um, I don't like both character. I didn't like like him as a face. Doesn't like him with this heel character either. He just needs a total repackage. Right, and I mean, as we as we all know on this panel right now, talking, you know, Bo Dallas is the son of the former WWE superstar, Michael Tunda, known as IRS. Curtis Axel is the 
son of the legend that is in the Hall of Fame as well, pertaining Mr. Perfect. Uh, so I feel like, you know, maybe a lot of the fans expect more out of them coming from, you know, the bloodline they do. I mean, it's the same thing for Roman Reigns, you know, Roman Reigns' family. Samoans, you know, they were, they're, they're well-known, you know, there's so many of them, and I, I just feel like as far as, for me, Kurt, with Curtis Axel, I know he has the potential, but WWE, Vince McMahon, all them, they're just not pushing him like they should. They they need to do more with him. I mean, you know, Bo Dallas, Bo Dallas, in my opinion, I think was better in NXT. I, I think he was more comfortable there. I think that was his comfort zone. I think ever since he's come to WWE, he doesn't seem as comfortable to me. That's just my opinion. I mean, I don't know if y'all agree, disagree, have something you want to say on that. Uh, I I don't think he's done as well as his brother has. His brother seems a lot more comfortable in the role that he's playing and, and with WWE than Bo is. That's why I say I think they need to repackage both. And please, whatever you do, take him out of the, out of the tidy whities Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist that. <laughs> he looks like he's wearing a large diaper. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. So was very comfortable. He was comfortable. I'm sorry. Hey, you know me. I think what I feel. Um, Bo Dallas was more comfortable down in NXT. He actually played a really good part down in NXT. I don't know what happened to him. I honestly and truly don't know what happened to him because I... I just don't know what happened to him. And those tidy whities got to go. <laughs> she can't get off the tidy whities to concentrate on what you're really going <laughs> to say. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> the next match tonight was uh, the Golden Truth with Mark Henry ringside. Uh, versus the Shining Stars with Titus O'Neil ringside, which I don't understand how Titus O'Neil got with the Shining Stars, but it is what it is, I guess. Um, very good match. I think that, uh, that uh, well, I've always thought that uh, Dustin Reynolds, Dustin Rhodes, um, is very underrated, always has been, WWE. There again, same thing with Cody Rhodes. I know who is not in WWE anymore. They they don't push him. They they didn't push him like they should. R-Truth is a great, great wrestler. Um, hilarious on the mic. Tremendous superstar. Another one that's not getting utilized right. Mark Henry. Poor Mark Henry. I think he's pulled his time. Um, but the man still got it. He is a powerhouse. Uh, shining stars, don't care for, never have, never will. Many reasons behind that. Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil is a very, very good superstar. Uh, very underrated. You know, current heel turn, but I, I don't like him playing this part. Um, uh, Golden Truth uh, was the winner, like I said, with, with Mark Henry. Ring sign of this is a pretty pretty good match. Um, 
pretty fast match, but it was it was good. Um, I uh, was very glad to see Golden Truth win. Very very glad to see that. Uh, like I said, overall pretty okay match. John, I'll start with you. Your thoughts and opinions on that match for the night. <laughs> I like our truth and uh, Gold Dust. I, I, they're the perfect team together. Uh, I don't. <laughs> there's just something about those two that I like. Uh, Shining stars. I really don't like these guys as characters. I really don't. They were better. And as Los Matadors or whatever the heck they were before. <laughs> Yes. There again, it still makes you want to send them back to New Mexico like Alberto Del Rio. But anyway, that's another topic for another night. Um, <laughs> that's just my opinion. Um, Mary? Um, don't like uh, the Shining Stars at all. They bore me to death. Uh, our truth and gold dust they make the perfect team, like Dawn said. Yes. They're funny. They're older guys that still got it. And they do a good job when WWE lets them wrestle. As we all know, um, they don't, they're not doing enough with the characters on Raw. Um. Mm-hmm. We're missing, like, some of the women we don't ever see on Raw. hmm And they just need to step it up. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, you're, they're, they're not showing a lot of the women from Raw that, you know, deserve to be in the spotlight, you know, great talent, all that. I mean, their, their main focus right now is Charlotte and, and Sasha. And I get that because the pay-per-view is coming up. But, I mean, it doesn't need to be an every week thing. You know, there are others, that are, <clears throat> excuse me, that are there that would be willing to step up and, you know, that would love to have a match, I'm sure. But I think right now it's like, you know, where do they put them because of this feud with Charlotte and Sasha going on? Well, if you look at it, there's others that you can put them against. I don't know why they're not. But, uh, you know, just like we discussed last week, you know, Raw is, is definitely not utilizing their women's division right at all. They're not. Um, speaking of Charlotte and Sasha, um, the next thing was the Hell in Cell contract signing with Mick Foley, um, who stated to them a uh, very strongful opinion coming from him based upon the fact that he's been in the Hell in Cell. Um, he has had some tremendous, tremendous Hell in a Cell matches basically stating to them they didn't know, um, you know, basically they didn't know what was ahead for them in this match on Sunday. He had a very heartfelt speech. I thought it was very great. Um, I still think that Sasha and Charlotte don't care. They just want to fight, uh, which is fine. I get it. understand. Um, So I'm hoping that maybe they'll both take his advice and that we will see a – Pretty good very first women's Hell in a Cell match this Sunday on the WWE Network. Um, Dawn, I'll start with you. Your thoughts and opinions on the contract signing for the women's title. I thought Mick's 
speech was very heartfelt. He was very emotional about that, about his truth to them about what the hell in the cell was going to do to them. Yeah. Um, I agree they were both, they're, both the women were, uh, yeah, whatever, let's just get the signing over with so we can get this match done. I'm hoping that Sunday's match is a good match. I'm hoping that uh, WWE will let them do some pretty spectacular things in that ring, being as it's the first one. We'll see. Yes, I agree. Mary? Um, I don't have anything really good to say about this, except, you know, Nick did give a good speech. That much I'll say, but they're using um, the general manager and the commissioner way too much on this show. It's supposed to be about the superstars. It's not supposed to be about them. And they're they're using them way too much. Um, Mick could have came in and overseen the contract signing and let those two speak their mind instead of doing what he did. Um, this segment, in my opinion, was very not put together real well. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it was definitely interesting. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely going to be hopefully a good match Sunday. I mean, they have been in the talks of that being the main event of the night. I don't agree with that. Um, I mean, you know, they should be glad that they're part of the card, really, in my eyes. But as far as them, you know, they were in the talks of making that the main event, I, I don't agree on. Um, but. I don't think you've got to worry about that. I don't think it's going to be the last match of the night. Um, and uh, I do know Charlotte wanted to do some spectacular matches that Vince McMahon just shot down. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is the last match of the night, it'll surprise me. I'm thinking maybe either it will go on first or it'll be in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Um, I mean, we'll see, you know, Hell in Cell hopefully will be good this Sunday, but we'll find out. Um, the next match that we had that night was the Cruiserweight, uh, Brian Kendrick versus Rich Swan. Uh, always been a very big fan of Brian Kendrick, but Rich Swan, ever since he came into his cruiserweight, he has really, really impressed me a lot. The man has super talent, super charisma, over with the crowd big time. Um, I see him going in this industry and this business very, very far. Um, it was a very good match. Um, and surprisingly, uh, you know, uh, Rich Swan. Pin Kendrick one two three pinned him and won the match. Uh, but I I thought that it was a really good match between the two. And like I said, Rich Swan he really really impresses me a lot. He has he he has such star quality in him. It's it's unreal. 
Um, but, you know, like I said, um, Kendrick always been a big fan. He fights his heart out. He, he does a great job. I just would like to see that cruiserweight title on him sometime soon, but we'll see what happens on that. Um, uh, like I said, stated one more time, I'll say it again, uh, that Rich Swan did defeat Kendrick Monday night on Raw. I will start with Mary. I don't remember who went first last. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like, I like, um, I like Rich. He's really entertaining. Mm-hmm. He really gets the crowd wound up. I don't like Brian Kendrick to heal. I really don't. Um, Uh, all I can say is um, I'm sure it's going to happen at some point, but right now it's it's too soon for him to have the cruiserweight championship. Okay. Don? I've always been a fan of Brian Kendricks, just like you, Michelle. Um Rich Swan and uh, Cedric Alexander, these guys have really impressed me, as well as T.J. Perkins. I, I, I like the cruiserweight division. I think they're doing an awesome job. Um, as, for, as for Sunday, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I, I kind of think T.J. is probably going to retain. Right. Okay. Um, let's see. Next, <laughs> this next one. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Sami Zayn. Um, I really do not know where in God's creation they're going with this. Poor Sami Zayn. I, I give the man kudos and credit for stepping up to want to take on Braun Strowman and you know basically shut him up or whatever he's or whatever wherever he's going with that. Kudos to him, but poor Braun Strowman. I mean, just one slam against the barricade, and yeah, that was it. But Sammy did get back in the ring, and he, you know, he he didn't want to stop the fight. He wanted to continue, but Braun Strowman walked away. Like I said, I don't know where they're going with this feud. I don't know if it's going to continue, but I hope for Sammy Zayn's sake it doesn't. I'm hoping that they're going to put Braun Strowman against somebody more so his own size, that he can take all of his anger and frustration out. Obviously, that he has built up in him. Uh, not crazy about this, you know, between Braun and Sammy, but I guess we're going to see where it goes or if it continues or not. Don, I'll start with you on this one. <laughs> I've always thought Braun was more... He can't wrestle. He just can't wrestle. Uh, he's a strong man. Uh, he throws these little guys around like rag dolls. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just keep thinking, poor Sammy. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know where they're going with this. I, I know that they're trying to give him some true competition, but there's such a difference in in what Braun can do and what Sammy can do, and it's just, I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. Mary? Um, Sami Zayn needs to be on SmackDown. 
they're not using they're not using him right on Raw. And now they got him going up against Braun Strowman, really. Um, <laughs> I'm with Michelle. Um, he has improved a little bit, but he still can't wrestle. He really can't. He's a big guy. He's got big muscles, and he throws people around like little rag dolls. But other than that, nah. I I'm not, I don't care for Braun Strowman. Not at all. And poor Sammy, like I said, I think he needs to be on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, next thing of the night, oh, God help me on this one, uh, the Brock Lesnar-Paul Heyman segment, uh, response to the issue of Goldberg, uh, wanting to have one more match against Brock, which is officially set for Survivor Series, uh, terrible, horrible, horrible segment, uh, I can't really say it was because of Brock, but Paul Heyman was stuttering as long as I've known not known him but as long as I've watched that man I've never seen him stutter and fumble his words as much as he did it was it it was just horrible like I was expecting this big hype you know from Goldberg's answer this big hype you know from Brock and Paul and it was nothing but stuttering and carrying on and you couldn't make out or understand half of what the hell he was trying to say it was just very disturbing to me. I've never seen such a terrible Brock and Heyman segment in all my life. Mary, I will start with you. <laughs> well, for one thing, I mean, Brock stood there and looked like a cheesecake. I mean, he, he, he like, he kept looking at Paul Heyman. He, 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 he. And it's like, oh, my God. And, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever heard Paul put on a terrible promo but this was beyond terrible it was horrible terrible all rolled into one I mean it was really really bad (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don I agree with you guys I, I think that's one of the worst promos I've ever seen Paul Heyman do. It was like he was entirely unprepared to come out there and do his do his thing with his. It, it, I I don't know. It was just <laughs> it was one of the worst segments of the night. I I just don't know what else to say. It's just, I've never seen Paul Heyman do a bad promo. And right. Monday was a, the worst I have ever ever seen. Oh, I agree. I agree. So do I. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there's obviously, you know, big hype on this. Obviously, everybody wants to see Goldberg and Brock one more time. In my opinion, I, I don't, I get it. But then again, it's like, I I feel for Goldberg because I don't know if he really is mentally, physically prepared for another Tim, you know, he's been gone 12 years, but you know, time will tell. We'll see Survivor Series. We'll see definitely what happens. Um, then we had our main event of the night. Uh, Rollins 
Y2J, Chris Jericho, and Kevin Owens. Um, I thought it was a fantastic, fantastic match. Seth Rollins, as you know, everyone knows, even on this panel, I am a huge, huge fan of Seth Rollins. I think he's a man of super talented. Um, he does not have a bad match in my eyes ever. I, I think he's great. Um, but the the chemistry between him and Jericho and Kevin Owens has been phenomenal. This has been a tremendous feud. I think this has been the best feud for Rollins since the feud he had, had against Brock Lesnar, which I thought that was a very good feud, which was cut very short, very quick. Um, but this was a very good match. Surprisingly, the end result of this match was a double pin by Seth Rollins, um, which was I thought was phenomenal. The look on KO and Jericho's face was priceless. It was an awesome, awesome match. Um, Don, I'll start with you on this one. Your thoughts and opinion on the main event from Brawl Monday night. It was one of the better matches of the night. Of course, I'm a huge Seth fan. Um, I think he did an awesome job doing the double pin, but that power bomb on the apron at the end of that match, it's like, oh, Lord, that had to hurt. Mhm. I forgot about that. Yes, I, I agree on that. That that had to hurt. It yeah. It made me say, "Oh, crap." <laughs> um, Mary. I thought the match was really, really good, and was actually quite surprised when Seth pinned both of them. Um, I, I just, I really, really, truly think that Seth is probably uh, one of the best wrestlers on Raw. Um, I just... And I'm like you. Uh, there's a uh, a couple times he's had bad matches, and I happen to think his feud with Brock was pretty lousy too. I think probably the, the chemistry that he has with Y2J and KO, um, he's probably got that that good of chemistry with Dean too. True. True. Very good point. Um, I think going to put on some awesome matches. That what now? I'm sorry. I said Dean and Seth have put on some very good matches. Oh yes, definitely, definitely have put on some really, really good matches. I agree with that. Uh, so we'll do our overall ratings of Raw for this week. Uh, scale of one to ten. Um. For me, <laughs> it's not a very good one. Um, I'm going to give it a two. I, I don't think it was all that great this week again. Um, I'll start with you, Don. Your your ratings for all this week? I'm going to say about a five. All right, Mary? 
Oh, God, you both are giving it higher than me. I'm giving it a one. Ooh, wow. Yikes. <laughs> but, I mean, I you know, I understand where you're coming from on that because, like I said, Raw has not been the best since the brand split, I think. Um, so, with that said, we will move on to SmackDown because we are now down to into the show one hour. We got one hour left. Um, we started off SmackDown with the Ambrose segment on speaking of the match of the night with uh, James Elworth, as we all know, who seemingly is a, a big Dean supporter. Um, doesn't particularly care much for AJ, obviously. Uh, he does have two wins over AJ, which I yet to understand. But thanks to Dean, you know, he he is you know one against uh, AJ. Um, I thought the beginning segment was, uh, I was gonna say Owens. Oh my goodness, was Ambrose was good. Um, Dean Ambrose is always, always in my opinion, very entertaining. Always has something great to say. Uh, the man, you never know what to expect. What's gonna come out of his mouth, but when it does, it's it's hilarious and. I think he is just definitely one of the best on the mic. Um, Mary, I, I know you love Dean, and I'm going to start with you on your thoughts on the opening segment of SmackDown. Priceless. Absolutely priceless. Um, and I don't care what anybody says about James Ellsworth. That man's got talent. He's not being able to show it right now, but I believe he's got talent. Uh, the chemistry between him and Dean is really good. Um, uh, Dean has had some bad segments, but lately he has really, really, he's starting to show John Moxley. And I love John Moxley. <laughs> uh, the only thing I didn't like about John Moxley is he was a heel. Um, I think there's a very good chance that Dean is going to turn here very, very soon. Um, and I know Don does not like Dean as a heel. No. But. <laughs> But I know she will support Dean because she knows how good he is. And the same way with you, Michelle, I'm sure you don't care for Dean as a heel, but you'll support him either oh, way. And I would be really, really, really anxious to see what kind of... Um, what kind of kind of programs they put him in as a heel? It would be interesting mm. to see. I, I'm not asking them to put to make him a heel. He's still very over with the crowd, and I think he's kind of taken uh, James under his wing. I think it started out to be all about messing with AJ, but I think in the long run he. Taking him under his under his wing, more or less. 
True. <laughs> um, let's see. Next thing that we had, uh, Bray Wyatt versus Kane, which surprised me. Um, as we know, uh, last week the match was uh, Bray Wyatt came out in the casket. Uh, it was Randy Orton and Kane against Bray and why well, can't I think of his name? Luke Harper, right? Yep. Yes. Thank you. I, I'm like Dawn. I get I get him mixed up with Eric Rowan sometimes. Um, but this week it was Bray versus Kane. Um, match of course went south. When Randy Orton came out, the crowd was, you know, pretty hyped to the fact to see him, of course. And he turns in RKO's cane. Uh, very, for me, not shocking moment. Um, Randy Orton is Randy Orton. Uh, obviously, as everyone knows, you know, it's it's a heel turn for Orton. Anybody that's that's followed Randy Orton from day one, he's been heel, he's been face, he's been tweener. He's played it all, but in my opinion, I love the heel Randy Orton because <clears throat> he's he plays the mind games very well. He plays the heel part excellent to the T. Um, I like him as, you know, what they called him back in the day, the vintage Viper. Uh, I think he's phenomenal no matter what. Uh, overall thoughts for me, uh, like I said, I'm not surprised that Orton did that. I, I, in my mind, I wonder if he is playing mind games with Bray Wyatt, but I'm sure this is all going to turn out sometime here soon, probably next week, uh, building up to the next pay-per-view for SmackDown and everything else. Um, uh, like I said, you know, pretty good match. I'm a huge, I'm also a huge Bray Wyatt fan. I, I love Bray. I think Bray is phenomenal on the mic in the ring he's good i mean considering for a man his size you know basically him and kevin owens are the same size he has some pretty good moves yes i know he uses sister abigail that's his finishing move but overall you know for me you know i think that for him to be the size you know comparing to owens you know he 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 gets the job done um so I guess we're back to the uh, heel vintage Orton, which in my eyes I'm okay with that. Um, I like Randy Orton's character either way. Uh, Don, I'll start with you. Your thoughts and opinion on the Bray versus Kane and Orton heel turn? Uh, I think Randy's heel turn is going to turn out to be mind games against Bray because he did say if you can't join them if you can't beat him join him I don't think he's going to join the Wyatt um I was shocked a little shocked that he RKO'd Kane but I think that's part of his bigger plan I like Randy as a heel he does a better heel as far as I'm concerned um Bray He's awesome on the mic. He's gotten better with his wrestling, but that's far as I'm going to go with it. I don't really like the Bray Wyatt <laughs> character. 
<laughs> All right, Mary? Um, okay. Um, I don't like Randy as a heel. He plays a better heel than he does a baby face. Um, I think I think he's playing mind games with Bray. I'm not going to say that the um. that he's not going to be a heel. Because I think he's going to be a heel because he seems to play that part better than he does a baby face. But I, I think he's playing mind games with with Bray. As for Bray, hmm, I don't like some of the stuff he's saying. Um He's good on the mic, but this thing right now he's got going on, no, I don't like it at all. Um, I think he needs um, some, more, some more moves, some more work on his wrestling. Uh, he's lost quite a bit of weight, so I'm hoping that he'll lose some more weight, and maybe that'll help him. Um, the sister Abigail, um, his finishing move, it's okay. It's nothing to write home to mom about, but it's okay. Um, I was not surprised about Randy because uh, I'm just, I, I wasn't surprised that he turned like he did. Um, whether it's mind games or whether it's really a heel turn, um, we're not going to know. Do I think he's going to join Wyatt? It's a possibility, but I kind of doubt it. So mm -hmm. that's my take on it. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm sure more will come about of that come next week. Uh, as we all know, Becky, be, 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 be. <laughs> try that again. Becky Lynch made her return after the back injury that she sustained and was rushed to the emergency room. And she stated, uh, we had her in the ring and Alexa Bliss came out to basically run her mouth about crap. She doesn't even know what she's talking about. Um, Alexa Bliss gets on my nerves. I think they need to send her back to NXT. That's just my opinion. They should have never brought her up. Um, overall, this segment got on my nerves because I, I don't like Alexa Bliss. I, I don't like her character. I don't like the fact that, well, in my opinion, I think she tries to play the heel persona too hard, and she's failing at it miserably. That's my opinion on that. I really think that that's what's happening with her. Um, do I see, you know, someone asked me today, do I see her uh, face turn being beneficial to her character? No. I don't think she can play it either way. Um, I, I just, I'm not a fan of hers. I don't think that she's, I, I think she needs to go back to NXT. I really do. That's just my final opinion on that. Uh, Dawn, I'll start with you on the, the Becky and Alexa segment. 
I don't like Alexa Bliss. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, she's a pretty good wrestler. I just, I don't like the persona. She's um, another one like uh, Carmella. I think she's trying too hard mm-hmm. with this heel persona. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need to turn her face. As far as Becky's concerned, I like Becky. She's, I think Becky's a, a very good wrestler. <clears throat> I, I don't like the fact that the yellow streak on her back, that was just dumb. <laughs> right. I mean, as we all know, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows here on this, this panel and maybe listening to, um, Becky Lynch was trained by Finn Balor. They are from the same hometown, all that good stuff. Um, Finn Balor was one of her main trainers for WWE. And I think he did a great job. I think Becky is, you know, she's a great diva. Um, Listening to her on the mic, I I love her accent. Um, Half the time I can't really make out what she says, but I, I, I get it. I mean, I think she's great. Uh, but I, I love the fact that she was trained by Finn Balor, but I mean, her and Finn Balor dated a couple of years or so too, back in the day, but, um, he did a very good job with her. I think she's turned out to be a great diva. Go ahead, Mary. Sorry to mean to cut you off. Yeah, okay. Um, I really, really, really hate Alexa Bliss. Um. Do I think she can wrestle? Yes. Do I like her persona? No. Do I like the pigtail? No. In my opinion, she needs to go away. I don't care where she goes, as long as it's not on SmackDown. <laughs> I, I just don't like her. Um, She thinks she's better than anybody else. And I know she's playing a part. I'm not that stupid. But she comes off as thinking she's better than anybody else. And she's not. Mm-hmm. That is my opinion. I do not like her. Becky, I absolutely adore Becky. I have probably from, uh, I've seen her in NXT. And when she came up to the main roster. The problem with Becky is if they would have kept her on Raw, she wouldn't have got any airtime. They did the right thing by moving her to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yes. All right, then. I agree. I mean, she is good on SmackDown. I think that's where she needed to be. I don't think she needed to be on Raw. Uh, Let's see. Next match of the night was the Ascension versus We Don't Get Hype, We Stay Hype, the Hype Brothers. Um, Great match. Ascension, very underrated in my eyes. They need to push them. Uh, Very, very great talent. I've always thought about, always thought that about that. Oh, my God. Okay, let's try it again. 
I've always thought that about them since day one. Uh, like I said, very underrated. They they do need a push for the tag titles. Hype Brothers, I absolutely adore them. Uh, huge Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh fan. Uh, I think they're a great tag team. Uh, do I see them getting a push for the titles? No. I see them basically just being this tag team that everybody is, you know, the crowd is over with. And that's how it's going to continue. I think that they, I understand it's great that they brought the high brothers back together. I think Zach Ryder should stay the individual competitor because the man is underrated. He's great talent. He needs to push for gold, some gold. I don't know what, but not heavyweight or anything like that, but he needs gold around him. Um, but I, as I said, I thought it was a very, very good match. Um, I love both teams. It was very hard for me to choose. But um, yeah, sorry. Uh, but at the overall winners of the match tonight were the Hype Brothers. Um, like I said, you know, great win for them. Very hard decision for me because I like both tag teams. Always have. Um, Mary, I will start with you on your thoughts and opinion of the tag team match. Ascension is very underrated. They definitely are. They need to, I agree with you, they need to push them. Um, No offense, but the Hype Brothers, I just do not like. I don't like, it's not Zack Zach Ryder. Because I think when Zack Ryder's by himself, he's fine. It's Mojo Raleigh. I just, I can't get into Mojo. I just cannot. Um, He's kind of weird. That's just my opinion. Right. Uh, (laughs) Miss Dawn? (laughs) We all know Dawn does like Mojo Raleigh. (laughs) I I like Zack Ryder, but I do not like Mojo. And I agree with Mary. He's weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think Ascension needs a bigger push. I was kind of disappointed that they let the hype brother hype bros win over Ascension. I think that Ascension should have won that match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I see a rematch of this next week. I'm sure it, it's it's probably going to happen. It, it, it's coming. Uh, then we had the Randy Orton interview backstage, which you which. Don had touched upon, you know, if you can't beat him, join him. Uh, very vintage Viper way he said that. The look, the stare, the blankness, however you want to put it, that was the old Randy Orton. Um, so I, I'm curious to see where this is going to go. Is he, you know, just playing mind games with Bray Wyatt, which I, I firmly feel that's what he's doing. And uh, I'd like to see the feud between Randy and Bray continue because the mind games are unreal between the two. It's It's been a great feud. I, I don't think they've, you know, played into it as much as they need to. I think they need to hype it up a little bit more. But I guess come next week, you know, we'll see where that goes. Okay, so 
Um, next match, oh, I'm sure Mary probably walked away from her TV and did not want to watch this match. Nikki Bella versus uh, Natalia, uh, which I thought was uh, not a very good match. Yes, I know, it's shocking. It was not a very good match. Um, I thought it was pretty boring, pretty plain. Uh, I don't feel like either one of them put much effort into the match, uh, but overall, at the end of the night, the winner of the match was Nikki Bella. Um, I, Natalia is heel. I, I don't like her as heel. I think she plays a crappy, crappy heel diva. I think that they need to turn her back face. That's where she needs to, needs to stay is, is face. So... Um, Overall, like I said, not a very good match of the night at all. Um, Mary, I'll start with you. <laughs> Actually, I did watch the match, Smarty Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, her her new move, her new submission move. I know it's similar to John John Cena's, but it's not quite like John Cena's. And I actually right. liked it. Right. Um, oh. Hold on, let me write this down in my notes. Yeah, everybody knows I I do not like Nikki Bella. Um, Since Nikki Bella has come back, she's getting getting better in the ring. Shit, I'm writing that down in my notes, too. Crap. That much I will say. She's getting better in the ring. Natalia plays terrible heel she really does she she is not good at all at playing a heel Uh, I I really down in my notes what you're saying about Nikki you think I'm joking I'm not Actually, I got to see my girl after the match was over. <laughs> Carmella coming out to to nail Nikki again, of course, in my opinion, was priceless. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love Carmella. I know neither one of you think I don't particularly like the heel persona. I think she would do so much better as a face, but hey, it is what it is. Um, they're trying to get her over, which is not really working too well. Mhm. Okay. In general, the, in general, the match did suck, but in general, it was. Eh. For Nikki, it was a good. For Nikki, it was a good match. Yeah, go ahead. Write that in your notes too. I did. <laughs> oh wait, I am sorry. <laughs> and and, and uh-huh. I'm dating this, signing this, so that I can bring it back to your attention later on in the next couple of months. Okay. <laughs> Don, what did you think of it? <clears throat> It was okay. <laughs> it wasn't a great match. It was an okay match. 
I kind of knew when they said Nikki and it was going to go against Natalia that Nikki was going to end up being the women's captain for SmackDown. Um, <clears throat> oh, right. I forgot about that so, part. I, I didn't understand why Carmella had to get involved at the end of the match. Uh, I don't think they're using her right. She's not good as a heel. Um, It's not working with Nikki to get her over. I think they need to put her back with Enzo and Cass. My honest opinion is she needs to go back with Enzo and Cass. Or go back to NXT. I think she I, needs to go back with Enzo and Cass, too. She needs a little bit more time to develop some skills. She's just, she's not good at the heel. I think she's a bit better off with Enzo and Cass. This yeah. thing with Nikki is not working. I agree. Okay, well, let's see. Next thing we had, which I'm sure everybody loved, which obviously was a highlight, um, The Miz with Maurice and the Spirit Squad um, with Dolph Ziggler and Heath Slater and Rhino, which ended up being... Um, Right, one, two, three, four. Yeah, six men. Yeah, I had to count. That's terrible. Six men. Um, uh, I thought that the uh, promos. Oh, actually, was Rhino and and Heath against the Spirit Squad. That's what I thought. But yeah, okay. But Miz and and, um, Dolph got involved at the end. Yes. 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 As we all know, I love The Miz. I am a big fan of The Miz, but I love Dolph, too, and I love Heath Slater. Not so much of a Rhino fan, but I respect the man. He's a beast. Um, you know, he's he's a powerhouse. You know, the gore is, you know, his finishing move, it's, it's a great move, and um, <clears throat> I think he, you know, executes it very well. Uh, I thought overall this match was good because of Heath and Rhino. Uh, I never was a huge Spirit Squad fan. <laughs> I, I thought they were more showcase, you know, funny, you know, give the crowd a laugh. Um, overall, it was, you know, an okay match. And as Don stated, you know, Miz and Dolph got involved in the end of this. I'm sure we're going to see a rematch of Miz and Dolph probably at the next pay-per-view. Um, I do see that coming. Um, as we know, the winners of the match were Heath Slater and Rhino. Uh, like I said, very good match. I love the, the chemistry between the Miz and Dolph. I think it's great. Uh, I think they got chemistry as well as Dean and AJ do. Bray and Randy, I think they, you know, their chemistry in ring is 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 good. It's really really good. I love this feud between the two. Um, Mary, I'll start with you first on your thoughts and opinions on this. 
On the spirit squad? Mm, not so much, no. He's he's uh, Slater and Rhino. I just absolutely adore Rhino. I have ever since he was in e, 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 in ETW. I think probably right now he's got probably one of the better. I know it's not called a spear, but it's the same thing as the spear. Yeah. Um, he's got one of the better spears. I know there's going to probably be a lot of people out there that totally disagree with me. Oh, no, Roman's got the best spear. No offense. Roman Reigns needs to turn heel. I'm going to continue to say this every stinking week until WWE gets it through their thick skulls that the man is not over as a face. Uh, um, I agree. Dolphin Miz have really good chemistry. And yes, I agree. This with between Dolphin and the Miz is not over with. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the wifey can go bye-byes. <laughs> uh, I know she helps the Miz a lot. But she also causes issues too. Um, it, the match between Rhino and uh, Heath Slater and the Spirit Squad was—it was a pretty good match. Um, they seem to be. Um, well, Rhino and Heath Slater are really are really a good tag team. I would have never in a million years thought putting those two together that they would have chemistry together, but they they do. I have to agree with you there. I never thought they would either. Dawn? What I like about Heath and Rhino, <laughs> Heath tries to be the level-headed one, and Rhino accepted that challenge before Heath could say no because he doesn't like male cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Heath and Rhino together. Um, the Miz and Dolph have, have, have had amazing chemistry together through this whole uh, feud between the two of them, and I, I, I like it. I, I agree with Mary. I don't think Maurice needs to be there. It makes, in my opinion, it makes Miz look like he can't win anything on his own. Well, I agree. He I needs agree. to go bye-bye. I agree. And we both, even though we don't like the Miz, and I don't like his character, I respect him as a wrestler, but I don't like his character as a heel. No, I don't but the either. Man can, but the man can wrestle. He really can. So, yeah, it makes him look weak. Well, I agree. Miz is is a great wrestler. Um, I've always liked him since day one. Uh, I don't think that he'll get that IC title back anytime soon, but he is for darn sure going to give it a go. Um, let's see. So... The uh, main event of the night was AJ versus Dean. Uh, stipulations was if Dean won the match, he would be uh, 
the number one contender for the heavyweight belt. And, of course, he decided out of the goodness of his heart to let James Ellworth be ringside with him. Um, as we know, AJ basically uh, got under Ellworth's skin again, uh, which caused him to super kick AJ in the face. The ref saw it and disqualified Dean so he didn't win the match. AJ did. Uh, Two-part question. Uh, Obviously, your thoughts and opinions on the match, and do you see Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon giving Dean another chance for this against AJ to be the number one contender for the, the heavyweight championship? Soon. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if it's going to be the next pay per view or on the SmackDown show. Um, but I'll start with you, Don. I, I AJ was purposely picking on Ellsworth throughout the whole match to throw Dean off. Uh, I agree with Mary. I think Dean has kind of taken James under his uh, wing. And um, he pushed him to the point where, yeah, he super kicked him in the face and and the ref saw it. And the look on Dean's face was like, no, 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 no. Don't disqualify. Don't disqualify. And, yeah, I think think Dean's going to get another chance at at, uh, number one contendership. How soon? I don't know. But I think, yeah, it's going to – they're going to put him back up there again. All right. Mary? Well, you know anything Dean's and I just absolutely love. Um, the only, <laughs> Dean and AJ's chemistry is phenomenal. It's probably better than his and Seth's chemistry. Um, I love the fact that Dean is finally starting to use some more moves. Um, the look on Dean's face and James hollering and screaming was a perfect ending to that match. Couldn't have ended any better. And then, of course, the sleazy slime ball AJ, and I absolutely adore AJ. Uh, not as much a Dean, of course, but I do. I, I like I like AJ as a heel. Not so much as a face, but I do like him as a heel. But that, like I said, that slimy dirt ball slithered out of the ring before anybody could do anything. Um, yes, I think Dean will get another chance to be number one contender. Now I have a question for both of you. What uh-huh. is what is Dean going to do to James? I think he's going to forgive him. Michelle. So, um, knowing Dean, yeah, I, I, I think he's he's going to watch him closer. You know, when he's ringside or whatever, but he's going to forgive him. Uh, I feel he will. I think he's going to have a nice little chat with him. 
but in the end, I and I hope I'm right here. I'm hoping that he's going to forgive him. But I have a bad feeling that because of James being so over with the crowd right now and one of their best sellers right now, I have a bad feeling that they're going to put Dean and James and AJ in a triple threat match. Mm. Um, <clears throat> um, if well, that happens, so be it. I mean, I like James. I think he's he's got a lot of character. Um, I think he's. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he, I think Dean is his hero right now. Um, yeah. I don't think he likes AJ. And I, I do honestly believe that if somebody pisses Dean off, that I don't think James is going to take too kindly to that either. Mm-hmm. Um, I think James is going to do everything he can to prove to Dean that he's on his side, that he's he, he's, he's got his back. Yeah. And I, you know, as far as, as his character goes, I think he's playing it to a T. Um, the man has been in wrestling for 14 years, and so it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. Me and... and uh... Matt, we're talking the other night about this, and I said, or he said to me, I can't remember which. One of them said to each other, wouldn't it be something else if they put Dean and James in a tag team together? Could you imagine those two in a tag team together? Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> it would be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I agree. James has grown on a lot of people, including yeah. me. I mean, when he was when he was going up against Braun Strowman, he was just a, a glorified jobber. He was just there to put Strowman over. Yeah, but he since was. he's been, but since he's been on SmackDown, he's been tearing it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, a jobber being in the main event. Come on, that's that's unheard of. True. And the fact that Jobber won two matches against AJ Styles, I understand that. That Dean had a lot Dean to do with But still, huh? I said Dean yeah, had a lot to do with James winning both those matches. But still, it's kind of unheard of to bring in uh, uh, an indie wrestler in a main event <laughs> and have him win against the world champion or the heavyweight champion. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. That is what makes it very entertaining. It's not the same old, same old. The week the Dean was the referee. I agree. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Are we going to do predictions? 
uh, hold on, we can. Um, just real quick, uh, ratings for SmackDown, 1 to 10, Mary. 9. Dawn. 9. I have to agree. I'll give it a 9 as well. Um, <clears throat> let's see, we'll do predictions. I just want to do a, a quick... Um, uh, TNA, just real quick. Uh, I'm just going to hit the highlights of the night. If you want to give, you know, quick thoughts and opinions, that can't you can. Uh, Eli, Eli, ugh. Eli Drake and Aaron Rex defeated EC3 and Jesse Goddard. Uh The um, DJZ Mandrews and Braxton Sutter defeated Rockstar Spud and his team of Abyss. Crazy Steve, uh, Lauren Van Lauren Van Ness defeated Allie, Cody and Brandy Rose defeated Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis Bennett. Uh, we also had the segment of the Hardys uh, at their compound giving out candy or green beans, whatever was on the topic of the night. Um, yeah, uh, Senior Benjamin made his maze again, which he thought was amazing. Matt Hardy had another premonition, as he says, uh, during all of this. Uh, let's see. Don't forget about oh, Matt Hardy also has a scribe. Oh. Wait, wait what? <laughs> a scribe that follows him around and writes down his premonitions. <laughs> yeah. And and don't forget about the jester. Just jester. The court jester. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh very quite entertaining, I can tell you. Uh very, very entertaining. Um, also as we know, one kid came to there uh with Rebby and handed her a I guess it was a laptop maybe, uh or a tablet. Uh, stating that Matt Hardy needed to watch the video. He brought everybody together. Of course, it was the new soon-to-be stable that have yet revealed themselves, three masked men known as the DCC Death Court Council, challenging the Hardys to the titles for next to a title match for the next week. Um, Matt and Jeff Hardy have yet to accept. Um, I guess we'll find out next week whether they will accept that or not. Um also had the segment with Grado and Robbie E. Oh my God, um, this was hilarious right here. Honestly, um, he decided that he wanted to be a bro man for the night, so he dressed up as a bro man and got in the ring and danced until they were attacked by this uh, upcoming stable DCC Death Court Council. Um, another you know promo basically went up on the screen for everybody. Keeping everybody in in stitches as to find out who these masked men are. Um, Hopefully that's going to be coming up soon uh, because I know a lot of people are anxious to find out who they are. Um, That's pretty much the highlights. Um, And then at the end of the show, um, I know that uh, Cody and Brandy were walking out, uh, you know, getting congratulated. Uh, winning the match, all that uh, out of nowhere, Bobby Lashley attacks Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, excuse me, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, I can't talk. Um, 
Overall, for me, uh, another very good show of TNA this week. It was very entertaining. I thought the Hardy segment was amazingly funny. Um, uh, the Eli Drake and Aaron Rex and EC3 and Jesse Goddard's match was good. The um, DJZ and his team against Rockstar Spud and his team was a very good match. Um the Cody and Brandy and Mike and Maria, we all know I love all of them, so it was very hard for me to choose, but it was a good match. Um, any, uh, Mary, we'll just go to you real quick so we can try to fit in a uh, Hell in a Cell prediction. Uh, any thoughts and opinions on TNA this week? Um, It was good. Uh, I liked the Hardy segment. It was a little, it was a little whack. It was a little bit out there, but it was still very, very good. Um, it was very entertaining. Um, Cody and Brandy were absolutely wonderful. Um, I know Brandy is, is green, but that one move that she laid on Maria was, it was pretty wicked. And, and it then was- her, and then her and Cody both pinned them both with a submission move, which was phenomenal. Um, yes. Brandy, of course, was beaten on, uh, Lashley when he was beaten on Cody Rhodes and that was actually a pretty good segment too. Um, Maria, she is just, if she gets any, if her, I swear to God, if she gets any, her outfit any shorter, you're going to be able to see her booty. (laughs) I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I mean, Matt was even saying he said, "Oh my God!" He says you can see the crack of her booty. Oh, host. Yeah, because it it just crawls up her crack, and it's like she needs to really, she really needs to wear something that's a little bit longer. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to see some woman's booty. No offense. <laughs> and, what she, and her sneaking around there and, and doing what she did to Brandy. Uh, I didn't like that either. But um, the match was very good. Uh, once she got in the ring and she got a hold of Maria, I think Maria knows not to mess with her anymore. <laughs> True. Uh, Don? I thought overall the show was pretty good. I liked the, uh, I kind of wish Allie would have, um, kicked a little bit more butt with, uh, Laurel Van Ness, but, uh, overall her match was really good. I kind of see her maybe coming out a little bit more each time. I liked the uh, Cody Rhodes and Cody and Brandy Rhodes against Mike Maria. That was a good match. Um, I I thought the show was really good this week. Right, I agree. I, I love TNA. I've always been a huge TNA fan. Uh, it's just it's a different you know perspective from wrestling for me. You know. Um, 
So just real quick from both of y'all, uh, scale of one to ten, rate, uh, I was going to say raw ratings, TNA ratings for this week. I'll start with you, Mary. Um, I think I'll give it an eight. Dawn? I agree, an eight. Uh, I'm going to go with a nine. Tie it with SmackDown for me. I, I thought it was it was a really good show. Um, Dawn, do you have the matches in front of you for Hell in a Cell? I, I don't. Yes, I, they I do. Totally put them down. Okay, thank you. Um, we'll we'll go down this real quick because um, we are you know dwindling down to time. Um, just to let you both know, I am going to try to do a women's revolution prediction show. Uh, I'm going to try. I, I don't know right now based upon the schedule. I'm, I'm just going to leave with it that uh, we'll try to do it and hopefully get some people to call in with their opinions too. Okay, Dawn, go. <laughs> okay, the kickoff match is Cruiserweight, Cedric Alexander, Lince Dorado, and Sin Cara versus Tony Nese. Drew Gulak and Arya Davari. Yeah. And you can go ahead and give your thoughts, Don. Ah, uh, boy. I'm going to go with Cedric, Lince, and Sin Cara for the win. Mary. Same. I go with the same as well. And the next one? Bailey versus Dana. Oh, dear. I'm going to go with Bailey. Mary? I know who Mary's going to say. Same. Um, I'm sorry. I love you both, but I'm going against you. I'm saying Dana because I just cannot. I, I can't get into Bailey. I, I just can't. It's just me. I, I just can't. Um, Next one? Next one is Enzo and Big Cass versus Gallows and Anderson. Oh, Lord. I don't know on this one. Uh, I would like to see Enzo and Big Cass win, but I think it's going to be Gallows and Anderson. All right. Mary? Um, hmm. I want to see uh, Enzo and Big Cass, but uh, I'm going to go with Dawn. I think it's going to be Gallows and Anderson. Well, um, I'm going to go against you both again because I think Big Cass will pull it out again somehow, and I'm going to say Enzo and Cass will win. What's the next one, Don? Next one is the Tag Team Champions, the New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh. I don't know if, if this is a title match or not, but I'm going to I'm going to say Cesaro and Sheamus. Okay. It's a title, Mary? It's, a, it's a title match. No, I'm going with New Day. What? Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Let me write that down on my list. Um, no, I'm, um I'm I'm agreeing with Mary. I'm I'm saying New Day's going to retain. It's too soon. Um, Sheamus hasn't hasn't turned face yet, and it it it's just too soon yet. Yeah, they, they might pull it out. You just don't know. Um, no, I'm going, I'm going with um, New Day. New Day, because well, and, and this is the reason I'm going with New Day. 
they haven't beat the record yet, and I'm sure that's what they're they're mm-hmm. planning for for New Day. So mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm saying New Day. I agree. Okay, the next one is the cruiserweight championship. TJ versus Brian. I'm gonna have to say TJ. Mary. TJ. Again, I love you both, but I'm going with Kendrick. Uh, I I want to see him. Uh, I have hope and faith in him, and and hopefully one day he'll win it. Even if it's not this Sunday, he's going to win it sometime. What's the next one, Don? Is uh, U.S. champion Roman Reigns versus Rusev? No match. I'm going to go with Roman. Mary. I'm going with Roman. <laughs> that was so painful for her to say. <laughs> yes, it was very painful for me to say, yes. <laughs> um, I agree with you both. I think that Roman is going to retain. I think it's going to be one heck of a match between them two, as always. And what's the next this one? This has never been in a Hell in a Cell match, so I'm going to go with Roman on this. Yeah. Yep, we all did. The next one on the card is KO versus Seth, Hell in a Cell match. Oh, boy. I'm going to, God, I would love to see Seth get it, but Kevin's going to retain. Okay, Mary? KO is going to retain, and it's going to be one of two ways. Jericho somehow gets involved unless he's put into the match, which he could very well still be put into that match. Or Triple H comes back and calls Seth the match. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the second thing. I think I think Triple H comes back. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been on T V. He's due to be back. Right, exactly. I agree with the stipulations that Mary says, but uh, again, I'm going against you both, and I'm uh, I I have to go with Seth. I, I I see him getting that title back. Same thing, like I said about Kendrick. Whether or not it's Sunday, it's definitely going to happen. It's coming. And yeah, and the last match that they have on the card here is Sasha and Charlotte a Hell in a Cell match. Oh. I'm going to say Sasha's going to retain. Okay, Sasha. Mary? Sasha. Oh, gosh. I'm undecided on this one. Um, But uh, I, for some reason, get the feeling that they're going to put it back on Charlotte, but I'm going to say Sasha retains. That's for sure. But I, I, I see it being a really good match, and... Like I said, I I firmly think that they they're going to give back to Charlotte. I I don't know if it's going to be Sunday, but it's eventually going to happen. She's going to get that title back again. So, <clears throat> all right. Um, overall, <laughs> this week very good show. Uh, do want to apologize to all listeners. We did not fit NXT in this week. I apologize for that. Uh, next week we'll do. Um, 
we'll make a two-week follow-up on NXT for everybody because uh, I know that they have been enjoying listening to a review of NXT. So next week we'll make that up. Um, again, this Sunday, October 30th, on the WWE Network is Hell in a Cell uh, for everybody out there that does have the network. Um, what time does it start? That I don't know. Pre-show is at 7? I think the pre-show is at 7. Uh, this is 8 p.m., so pre-show would be at 7. Right. And okay. if any- if anybody out there doesn't doesn't have the network and they don't have any way to watch, you can join us over on WWE Powerhouse Superstars on Facebook. Um, we have open threads for every Raw, SmackDown, NXT, TNA, and um, all pay-per-views for WWE and NXT. She beat me to that, but that's okay. That's good, because I want everybody to know that. Um, so, also, don't forget, um, I'll have Gerard give out the, the phone number and stuff when he does in closing. Also, uh, same num- same phone number, different uh, PIN code, um, this Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on the same radio network, will be a Hell in Itself prediction show, if anybody cares to join us for that. Uh, same number, the caller ID number for that um, is one three eight zero five five pounds and one. Um, if anybody cares to join us for that, again, I what thank you both. What is it again? One what is the it pin again? number. The pin number. Yes. yes. One three one three eight zero five five. Okay. So, once again, I thank you both. You're welcome. Um, I thank you both very much for joining me again this week and for having another great packed show. We will be back next Friday night, same time, same network, same channel, same number, all that good stuff for your action packed talk of professional, professional, I can't talk now, professional wrestling for the week. And as always, we will have Gerard our wonderful announcer for the Women's Revolution show, take us out for the night. Good night, ladies. Thank you. Good night. This has been another episode of WCW US Women's Revolution. The host was a very classy lady, MLD. Her co-hosts were Foxy's Lunatic and the Samoan Princess. Good night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.